Greetings. One must not get one's knickers in a twist. I have a feeling, my dear, you're going to enjoy this quite a lot. I've been wanting to write this episode for a while now. It's really tricky as an amateur historian to try and not place your own spin on things and stay impartial. For me, I got into history via the kings and queens of England, the rich and the powerful elite. I... Like many others, just accepted that some people were better or more important than others. We were told that capitalism was the way of the world, and for us, it is. It is accepted by the majority of the population that some people sit on the top while others sit at the bottom. Over the last few years, I've started to really question everything. Why is life expectancy so different depending on where you were born? Why is it acceptable that some people can own multiple homes and others can't even afford a room? Money is a man-made thing, as is a societal order. We are taught from a young age and to be successful you need to work hard. That simply isn't true. And many people that have two jobs, go to college, go to uni and raise children have still nothing to show for it. Working hard does not necessarily mean getting you out of poverty. Depending on your family name and where you were born is a massive contributing factor to the way that your life will pan out. Even our parliamentary system is based on class, as is our postal system. We still have first class and second class stamps for goodness sake. How can one person be born better than another? It's absolutely ludicrous. In the last few years, I've turned my head to social history. These are the people that were not talked about at school. The U's and I's will never have a book written about them, and no one will ever hail us as a hero or a villain. In the part of the UK that I was brought up in, the home counties, it is a conservative majority stronghold and has been for a long time. So, in turn, many of our teachers and people we look up to have conservative values. The history that I was taught at school had also a conservative spin. I have conflicting views about our history. On one hand, I love the idea that we have tradition. However, just because it's always been done that way doesn't mean it has to be done that way forevermore. How can it be acceptable that the House of Commons has no common people in it? We are taught from a young age that it's the way of the world. Often, the highest in our society will spark a chain of events that pins minorities in the lower sets of society up against each other. What's the old saying? Divide and conquer. A sign of success is usually based on how much money you earn and how much property you have and how much power you command over other people. Money is also a man-made thing. It's a very strange thing when people can own a bit of land that belongs to the planet. How did we decide that it belongs to somebody in the first place, to sell it on, and sell it on again for profit, profit, profit? Society is often set against most of us from day one. Institutions like the royal family, not only in the UK, but worldwide, when you think about it, is absolutely insane. 
A birthright is instantly given to somebody along with financial stability for the rest of their lives. Even more insane is that we accept it. This is not a vilification of anybody who belongs to that family, but a look at the institution itself. It's no secret that I'm a lefty when it comes to politics. I absolutely despise inequality and I believe truly that we are all born equal and that we should stay equal for the rest of our days. I've become more and more socialist every day. I have read communist manifestos, socialist manifestos and our shit show of a capitalist manifesto. Karl Marx had equality at the basis of all of his work. There was a manipulation when it was put into practice for the principles in my mind are the right ones. I don't understand how you can be in a position of hardship and still think that capitalism is a way forward. History is usually written by the victors and then rewritten by newer victors and so on and so forth. Take for example the liberation of Nazi death camps in Germany and Poland. How many times have we heard the phrase it was the British and the Americans who quote won the war? How many non-historians realised that it was actually the Russians and the USSR that liberated the camps and ultimately put an end to Nazi occupation? Once allies, now an enemy of the West. History will no doubt be written again depending on the narrative and the agenda of who is in charge at the time. Fast forward to earlier this year, in 2020, when there was outrage caused over the Black Lives Matter campaign. When crowds gathered in London and other big cities to voice their opinions and show their support against oppression and inequality in our society, I felt a sense of pride. I applauded when statues were toppled of slave owners. My favourite being that one that was thrown in the canal in Bristol. I actually became very emotional over it all because I thought, you know what, this is not acceptable to have a statue of a prominent slave owner towering above the residents of Bristol. Controversially, there are also historical figures in British history that we are taught about and are our national heroes, Winston Churchill being one of them. I have read many a paper on Winston Churchill and my conclusion is he is no hero. That's a very unpopular view. One day I'll do an episode on Winston Churchill for further details of his elitist views, principles and ego. I just wanted to use my platform as a podcast host to express to you that I find social history very fascinating. And I think it's our duty to talk about those who are not necessarily in the elite of society. If anybody wants to message me about stories that they have of their family or any social historical people, I'm happy to showcase them on this podcast. Ways you can get in contact with me are mostly on Instagram. You can follow me at History Emporium Powers Podcast, all one word. Or I have a separate account for more arty, dark stuff, and that is a.macabre.gay. I just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone that listens to me ramble on about historical things. We are now up to 2,000 plus downloads worldwide and we are up to almost 700 followers. So that's amazing considering I started this at the beginning of COVID-19 as a bit of fun. Um, I've actually really enjoyed it and I've, I've met some really cool people. So thank you so much. Bye bye.